0: Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Webber. And you are listening to Who's There, our weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619 Who them Let's begin with some breaking news before we get into comments.
2: Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. Long time, long time. I saw on Twitter that uh, Air Holiness has removed any reference to being Daniel Kaluuya's manager from her profile. And Daniel Kaluuya also does not have any sign of Air Holiness on his Instagram profile anymore. What do you think happened there? Did people just finally convince him that she was no good for his career or is there something going on? Very curious to see if you have any info. Okay, crunch crunch.
0: What happened is Universal Pictures said, we need this movie to be a hit, and you can't talk about this woman in any of the press anymore. (laughs) We're sick of this.
1: Do you think that Jordan Peele made a call and was like, hey, so...
0: (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to stop being his manager, but can you take away all public mention of the fact that you are his manager? Have you been to her Instagram in the past few days?
1: Did she wipe it? (laughs) Well, no.
0: But it just says... A non-profit organization dedicated to protecting, prospering, and peaceifying the lives of women around the world. I don't know how long it said that, but there are no references to her, like, job as a manager or PR person.
1: Non-profit, my ass. Non-profit. And the link
0: is a parked GoDaddy domain that she clearly didn't renew. Just in case you forgot who Air Holiness is, I don't know how you could have if you knew, but if you didn't know, Air Holiness is a advisor to Daniel Kaluuya.
1: She was like kind of an out of nowhere advisor tacked onto his surroundings that everybody was like, who is this woman and why is she all of a sudden the only person who he's dealing with? Mm -hmm. He fired all of his management. He fired, fired all of his agents and people were confused. She was always on set during this movie, which was rumored to be a ruckus.
0: Multiple sources spoke to Page Six a few months ago, and they said, When we were shooting Nope, people were very concerned that Air had taken over DK's life and all of the decisions had to go through her. I've heard there were multiple blowups and the production people were afraid of her. Was everyone a fan of Air on the set? No. Since then, she has outed herself as his manager and advisor and whatever, and he has admitted that they are friends, so have other people, but now it's all gone. She's, like, cut every tie with him, at least publicly.
1: She's pivoting. She's pivoting.
0: Well, she's pivoting at least until July 22nd when Nope comes out.
1: And then she'll be back.
0: It, that's It's one of two things, right? It's one of those two things.
1: What if she's part of the Nope marketing? That would be really good.
0: She's nowhere to be seen. We'll see. Oh, wait, look. Timmy put the old bio here. Yes, the old bio is here. Personal manager for Daniel Kaluuya. COO, right. Greater Good Entertainment, CEO, Mentoring, Management, and Artist Development. No references to her jobs, past jobs as like talent management are there anymore. She's completely changed her vibe.
1: The vibe has changed. It's almost more mysterious than nope in a way. So <laughs> I don't think, I think Jordan Peele was like, you are not going to outshine my mystery, which is like clearly aliens, right? Well, did
0: you see the new trailer? The new trailer, it's like, well, it's clearly aliens because there's a flying saucer very featured prominently mm. in the new
1: trailer. Right. We knew it was aliens.
0: And this one, she's not clearly anything. We don't know what she is.
1: You're right. She's nope. They noped the hell out of her. (laughs)
0: They noped her out of this.
1: Okay. We need some good breaking news. Lindsay, Bobby, Ritora, Taika Waititi, getting married. Oh, my God.
3: There is... The Daily Mail is saying there's no ring or big buildup. Ritora will marry Taika Waititi imminently after the couple almost
2: spontaneously pop the question to one another question is she pregnant crunch crunch
1: here's the thing I don't like speculation of pregnancy so I'm going to ignore that all right well actually I do like speculation of pregnancy (laughs) but not right now (laughs) but for this particular thing I do believe that they could be engaged but what I don't believe that there's like no big deal about it Are you
0: kidding? Of course these two people want a big deal. Two people who love big deals.
1: Right, like they're the most big deal. Like they literally want the entire thing to be photographed. The other day she posted, the other day yesterday she posted a carousel, which was her giving different moods. She said, (laughs) choose a mood or something. And I was like, what are you on, you know?
0: Well, this is all reporting. Yes, the caller quoted Daily Mail, but apparently this all comes from The Sun, who did have the best headline. They broke the news with this wonderful headline for Richer or a Poorer, Rita Ora to marry Taika Waititi in intimate (laughs) ceremony after getting engaged with A-list London celebration to follow.
1: I'll tell you one thing, they won't be Ora poorer. (laughs) Exactly. Rita Ora couldn't even keep her COVID birthday a secret, party a secret. Like, there's no way that she's going to keep this a secret.
0: We have the exchange of their alleged engagement verbatim in The Sun, which is a source saying, quote, there's no ring or buildup. They just got closer and closer and eventually said to each other almost simultaneously, quote, I want to marry you. Yeah. So this is from either them or Elena or Vos Morgan, you know?
1: I mean, I just feel like I, I'm not sure who's leaking this, but I just don't believe there's no ring or big buildup. I just, this is not, from what I know about these two, which I would say is a significant amount at this point, I just don't buy it. So that's why I'm like, is this true? Because of that detail feels so false.
0: I believe that they're engaged. I think it's one of, if they end up getting married, it will go down in history as one of the few things that I've ever accurately predicted on this show, that they will get married. But my galaxy brain is saying or is wondering whether or not this was revealed sans a lot of details Because they weren't ready to reveal it yet, they just knew that it would beat out the terrible press she got last week of liking Johnny Depp's post.
1: No, no.
0: She rarely gets bad press, right? She gets bad press when people accuse her of blackfishing. She got bad press when she had her COVID party. And that's kind of it. Here we had some pretty nasty press last week. And if they're already engaged, it's like, well, let's just leak it. And then we'll get another bump when we actually reveal a ring in X weeks or X months. I don't think the aura camp knows what to do when people are dumping on Rita Aura because it's so rare.
1: This is a real. I mean, I guess if they're like, it's right around the corner anyways. Let's just let's just say that it's happening. No one else is doing like proactive PR against the damage that those likings on Instagram did. Rita Aura would have be the only one.
0: Well, Taika as well. It it could work as a good joint thing, but you're you're right.
1: I'm just saying I don't think that that created such a stir. Like I don't think any of them cared, or anyone who represented them even cared.
0: Scores of them liked that post. Yeah, that's why
1: it's Galaxy Brain. It's okay. It's a real Galaxy Brain. Yeah, that is a really Galaxy Brain thought.
4: Hey, Lindsay, Bobby, long time, long time. So I had to pause the podcast to at least clear up one piece of this Liam Payne drama. And I will say this is not to defend him at all. He seems like a total douchebag, and I am definitely Team Harry if there are teams. But as an OG X-Factor 2010 watcher, he kind of was the front man of the band when they first set it up. They would always give him, like, the vocal solo during the competition um, and then they would give like Harry the secondary solo and sometimes Zane, but Zane was not a very good live singer at the time. So I don't really think they wanted to focus on that too much, but he really was like the person they engineered to be the front man during the competition. And it wasn't until like they got voted off and they started recording their first album when it sort of became like much more about Harry. Um, so Again, he's an idiot. He seems like an asshole, but like I, he was kind of right about Simon Cowell kind of engineering One Direction around him. Um, it's you know, decade ago at this point, but it is uh, an accurate statement. And if you do go watch some of those early X Factor performances, it's pretty clear. Uh, that's all crunch crunch.
1: Was this Timmy who put all of this like opened the cover of Torn for the first time? They performed as a group. <laughs> Like on the X Factor, Mm -hmm. because he's not wrong. Like it's he starts the song, and then in "What Makes You Beautiful," he's the first face that you see in the video to sing. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then we have comments on the YouTube videos from years ago from fans who say things like, "It's crazy how Liam was like the main one in the group." Lol.
1: I think it was maybe vaguely because his voice was more was better, more appealing, or something like that. You know, Mm -hmm. cleaner than the rest of them.
0: It's easy to dump on him now, and it was obviously easy for us to dump on him earlier this week to sort of, like, gloat on Logan Paul's podcast, but I guess he was correct.
1: It's a weird time to bring out that information, I guess. It makes you look petty, but sure. Like, I, I could be convinced that it's real, that he was one of the original kind of centering objects that went into one direction because they all did audition individually, so, you know...
0: Yeah, and it explains kind of the tone on Logan Paul if you go into it knowing that he was pitched this as his group. And then to watch Mm -hmm. that sort of become almost immediately untrue.
1: I mean, they were all kind of pitched it as their group, I feel like, in a way manipulatively, to keep them like on the show. They were children. Not (laughs) that, that, yeah, right. (laughs) They were all 12. They were all children
0: who were manipulated by a music producer in a reality show. But you know what? Next call.
5: Hi, of Weekly. Long time, long time. I just wanted to be the first to call to say that Nick Cannon knocked up Abby De La Rosa again, and this time, Club Tummy is happening on her OnlyFans. So I can't believe that we're back here. It feels it hasn't been long enough that it feels like we should be back here. <laughs> um, yeah, he's the father. Can't wait to find out. What they named this baby, because I don't know how you could top Zillion billion air. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, Lindsay Podcaster, Crunch, Crunch,
1: Five. The only thing I like about this mm-hmm. is a new use, a new novel use of OnlyFans. I love it. The only thing I like about this is someone using OnlyFans for something I haven't heard about them using OnlyFans for. Exactly. I mean, why, you know, post a sex tape on OnlyFans when you could post the fact that you're pregnant on OnlyFans <laughs> and who is the father? That's galaxy brain right there. <laughs>
0: He said, um, "What was this from?"
1: He did some interview. I don't know where
0: he told this to Angela Yee on her podcast, not The Breakfast Club, but her podcast lip service.
1: And he said he was a little bit depressed, so he had a lot of sex. Mm-hmm. He's, in his words,
5: I did my therapist when I started my and stuff had told me I needed to chill out, mm-hmm. so I was like, "Yo, let's try celibacy." Right, and that was like October like, so like me, January. No, I didn't even make it to. I was supposed oh. to go. That was the whole thing. I was supposed to make it the top of the year, but then obviously I would start going through some stuff with you know, just I, I got depressed like with the loss of my son and stuff. So in December and the thing is because everybody saw I was so down. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like I'm just give him a little vagina. Right. And that's no, I, I know what makes him feel better. And, and that's what And <laughs> I, I fell victim to it because I was in a week. Say So December especially right <laughs> during victim. right before Christmas, I started fucking like crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's when it like so, I, I it, broke the celibacy, but I was probably celibate for probably like a month and a half strong. I mean, you mm-hmm. were. I was trying to do it. Yeah, I had a new show, new energy. I was dealing with he a said lot. I was there, like so, I was every day. So like, don't I'm, you
6: do it? <laughs> so October
1: twenty-two. So around the holidays, we should expect be expecting some. All these September packages October that babies on the way. Uh, huh. yeah, <laughs> Let me ask you pretty good at math. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a cycle of him being like, "I'm celibate, vasectomy, I'm pregnant." Like, again and again and again. And all these women, no one's really complaining about him at all. They're just, like, kind of like, yeah, cool, yeah.
0: That's what I can't get over. That's the thing that, like, makes this fun. No one is complaining. The only people that are complaining are the public.
1: (laughs) Right. The public is saying this is ridiculous. Like, what are we doing? But none of the women he's with are mad.
0: Maybe they're mad at each other privately. But no one is on record as being like, I'm resentful of this person. I'm angry at Nick.
1: Well, no one's mad at him, which is even crazier. So now he's having a baby. His next baby is with a woman he already had twins with.
0: Mm -hmm. And as far as we know, it's just one baby. If it's twins, maybe she'll reveal it on her OnlyFans at a later date.
1: Asked if she knows any of the other women, De La Rosa replied, yes, only one of them. We've had so much fun going out to dinners and coffee. She's a beautiful human being, and I wish her nothing but the best in this journey and we're a part of. The rest of the women, I don't know. I never met them, but I wish them the best. The the craziest thing to me still to this day is that in this group of women is Mariah Carey. And Mariah Carey is like, I am simply not going to invite any of these kids to any of the birthday parties, so stop asking.
0: Oh, my God. Remember when Dem Babies were the only babies? Wow.
1: Oh, my God. Dem Babies, like, you can't even, (laughs) you can't compete. You can't compete. Mariah Carey is truly the I don't know her of this equation. And once again, I don't know them.
6: (laughs) Hi, Lindsay Bobby. First time, long time. I had to pause the pod after you were talking about Martine McCutcheon. I just wanted to give a bit of context to her like career in the UK. I think she's just been around forever. Um, I think one of her first roles she was like played a fairy in an Enya video, but she was a really big popular character in EastEnders in the '90s, and she had like one of the best, most iconic soap deaths that gets talked about now. But when she left, and it was like the 2000s, early 2000s, she was tipped to be the next big thing. That's how she was spoken about. And she ended up with the lead role in the production of My Fair Lady in the West End. But there was a load of drama in the papers at the time, particularly the Daily Mail, um, when she was cast. And she kept ducking out of the role. I think she missed the first night and ended up barely starring over like a year, maybe. And then she eventually left and she had some kind of beef with Jonathan Price who was starring in it as well and he wasn't happy and spoke out about it but then Martine won an Olivier for the role you know which is quite a prestigious award in those circles and if you look up the video at the time of her winning you can see Jonathan Price because he was sat behind her and it just cuts to him he's got like a face of thunder it's super funny anyway just thought I'd share my memories um Crunch, crunch, women do belong in hot air balloons. Okay, not only was Martine involved as My
1: Fair Lady, and it's funny because she played like an ingenue and she was positioned as the ingenue. Mm-hmm. But she also, as somebody reminded us on Twitter today, um, at uh, John Divini, he said, how could you forget this about Martine? Martine was Liza Minnelli's bridesmaid at her wedding to David Guest. Unbelievable. David Guest's best man was Michael Jackson. And remember, Elizabeth Taylor was there. This was in the cover of OK! Magazine, if you recall, one of the most iconic covers. And she's in the photo. I completely forgot she was part of this.
0: Well, because it's David Guest, Liza Minnelli, Michael Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor... And, and Martine. Martine. <laughs> like, she's the forgettable one.
1: This says, fresh from her success as Eliza Doolittle in My Fur Lady, Martine McCutcheon has landed another plum showbiz role. She is to be one of the seven bridesmaids at Eliza Minnelli's fourth wedding next month. The former EastEnders star will join actresses Petula Clark, Mia Farrow, Janet Lee, Gina Lola Brigdia, and Esther Williams and the singer Shaka Khan. Of course, this list for the ceremony in New York. Eliza says I'm like a daughter to her. We bonded the moment we met and do everything. Everything together, from shopping to going out. I've already had a sneak peek of what I'll be wearing, and I can what I can say is the bridesmaid dresses are out of this world. Looks like they're black, but that's fine.
0: Also, the video that she plays a fairy in is Enya's video for Caribbean Blue. The caller also just mentions in passing that she has an iconic death in a soap opera. In Midsummer Murders, she's killed by a block of cheese. Stop how walking through the storage room she called out for a mystery stalker to show themselves only to be thrown to a shelving unit and pinned underneath by a number of hefty cheese blocks
1: no that's not real
0: someone cracks her skull with like a gigantic block of parmigiano reggiano
1: (laughs) that's how she does parmigiano reggiano
0: well you know it's like a it's an old-aged hard cheese so i'm assuming it's like a parmesan right Or like a Romano. Oh,
1: you're just guessing is what you're saying.
0: Well, it doesn't say, well, Parmigiano-Reggiano would say it on the rind, and this doesn't say anything, but it does look like a hard,
1: hard An old hard cheese. An old old hard hard cheese.
0: cheese. We knew she was iconic, but we didn't know the extent of her iconography.
1: Exactly. Is that that the language? Exactly. The iconography is there. I mean, being a bridesmaid at this wedding is like enough to have you in history books till the end of time, and yet she's done so much more.
3: Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Uh, I called earlier about Julia Garner and the Madonna biopic, but I think this trumps that call because a federal jury just found Todd and Julie Chrisley guilty of like bank fraud and tax evasion and their former attorney was found guilty of conspiring in their scheme to evade the IRS. So like what, does this mean? What are the comment sections of all of those those blogs
1: going to be like now? Crunch, crunch. What does this mean?
0: To answer the last question, which is what are the comments like on Deadline, which was previously filled with Chrisly stands, um, the update is it's still filled with chrisley stans, stans who are lamenting they are lamenting they're so upset they're about so this mad threading. they're not
1: getting season 10 or whatever season twenty five thousand of this show you know
0: Forty-two comments on a deadline story from yesterday. Someone says, "I really hope they get a long probation. I really like the show, and maybe they can get a repayment plan <laughs> together." I've never understood why they put people in jail for not paying their taxes. We have so many murderers, rapists, child molesters, okay. human trafficking, etc. For- they need to get those folks and put them in prison. Okay,
1: I agree with the first part of this comment, <laughs> comment But not too the many people in part. prison.
0: Yes, <laughs> and then we have not my favorite Tennessee family.
1: No. I just think it's funny. I'm reading e online. Chrisley Knows Best season ten has not begun production. Tax fraud trial was not filmed, so I will not be watching. Because why? What's the point of this if we didn't get any of this drama on on camera? What is even the show about if not that?
0: What a waste! What a waste! This morning, I guess Thursday morning, their lawyer released a statement that said both Chrisleys are devastated and disappointed with the verdict and will be pursuing an appeal. So that's the update. Should we move on to questions? Yes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tekova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tekova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine in the mail? Because Why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Takova store in the most recent season of Real Housewives of Potomac, and I was like, "If Robin and Karen have Takovas, I want Takovas."
1: Well, I have a good reason too because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing, and I didn't have any cowboy boots, and so I got my Takovas. Oh. And let me tell you the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots.
0: trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and point your toes west.
2: Um, Hi, Who Weekly. Long time, long time. Um, I'm just calling because I read the Deadline article about Julia Garner being the top choice for the Madonna biopic, and they're saying that is because the studio wants an actress with name recognition, and Julia Garner is that. Um, And I just wanted to know, is that true? Does Julia Garner have name recognition? Would that make her a them? Because I feel like you say Julia Garner's playing Madonna. People in Middle America will be like, Jennifer Garner's playing Madonna? Ooh. Um, so, yeah, Julia Garner, who were them? Um, Jennifer Garner, who are them? Uh, good form Bella Thorne.
0: Let's not call this a middle America problem.
1: (laughs) Neither Jennifer Garner nor Julia Garner are playing Madonna because no one has accepted any roles. No roles have been accepted. No
0: roles have been accepted. As of recording time, which is Thursday, June 9th, Julia Garner has not said, yes, thank you. Thank you. I'll take this. I'll take this role. She's been offered it.
1: Right. So it is a little unfair to be like the role hasn't been accepted because she did go through the boot camp supposedly allegedly that existed to get the role but mm-hmm. the this press which you pointed out on Twitter has only been Julia Garner has been offered the role I've never seen so many articles written about somebody never. being offered something that they haven't accepted yet because she could easily just say no and then like what a waste of a but people are engaging with the narrative of the of the boot camp they don't really care the Madonna boot camp where everybody had to like pretend to be Madonna to for the like death. a week and like impress right. her or whatever so like that that was star-studded enough. It had like all the Euphoria girlies and like, you know, all these, you know. Vivi Rexha,
0: whatever. Sky Herrera, Exactly. Lawrence and so B.U. like
1: that story was enough to keep this story going to report something like Julia Garner winning the pageant, the Madonna pageant.
0: Right. And the thing is, this is not a role that I think you take lightly. And I'm not surprised that it's taking her a long time to choose because this is the sort of thing that like could truly make or break your career. And... I I think it's as likely for her to say no as it is for her to say yes, because you know that they're having some difficult conversations about this.
1: At the same time as she is the best person for the role in that group of people, it could also be the worst for her career because it is the most promising in that group of people. (laughs) Yeah. Right? In acting, in acting. I would say in music, we have Sky. You can't beat Sky.
0: Yeah, yeah. And also, Sky's busy. You cannot give Sky something else to do, okay? <laughs> like, she can
1: barely do what she's, what she's to trying to do. Sky needs to finish the album. Yeah, it's
0: true. Sky needs to finish the album. The Variety reporting, and they're the, the ones who broke this, they said, Garner has emerged the favorite from over a dozen candidates, one insider added, and has for months been speculated as a frontrunner. The studio has made it clear it needed, at the very least, a name audiences recognize, and Garner <laughs> has been that person for some time.
1: Right, like, it almost feels cheating that they even had a room like or they even had a contest because the whole time they're thinking how can we actually sell this movie it almost doesn't matter I I do feel like they could have gone complete newcomer but they clearly did not want to do that from the start right meanwhile this thing has a cursed script right (laughs) like there's no script that has been noted since Diablo Cody was co-writing with Madonna and then Madonna fired her so no one even knows where the script is at I would say this could never happen. If Madonna continues to be involved with this, like there's a 85% chance nothing happens. So best of (laughs) luck to Julia Garner. I hope she has other things to do.
0: Yeah. And as for whether or not people know who she is, I think way more people watch Ozark than I am comfortable with. And because of that... (laughs) I'm willing to believe that she is a name audiences recognize.
1: Even the freaking deadline comments are like, if you let Madonna touch this thing in terms of directing, we're not watching it.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, The the, the deadline quotes are great. I'm just like so in love with deadline quotes lately. Julia Garner equals hell yeah. Madonna directing equals hell no. Anonymous says Madonna should just be consulting. If she directs, I'll catch it late night years, years down the road when I can't sleep. Like people seem to really like her and I'm sure that They did plenty of focus groups and plenty of, like, testing to make sure that this was the right choice.
1: Selfishly, do I want a Madonna-involved biopic? Yes. Like, I want to see this mess. But, like, we all know that this is not going to work well with her involved. She has no sense of ego death. There's just too much of it there, right? Like, it's not even about being responsible for your own legacy. It's about, like literally creating something where you're just you're so biased that you can't mm-hmm. make it interesting you know
0: one of culture's most unstoppable egotists too right like truly, this is <laughs> really, and she's holding the camera so I...
1: I, yeah i don't even understand how this is supposed to happen but like i hope julia garner's career survives whatever mess yeah. this makes you know what i mean
0: And I think there is a reason she has not accepted yet. I'm going to play this clip one more time because I always love it. I've never watched Ozark, but I have seen this.
5: If you want to stop me, you're going to have to fucking kill me!
0: And Madonna's saying, fine, I'll kill you. (laughs) Little
1: do you know, I have already killed you.
0: (laughs) Madonna is going to end up playing herself at the end of this. You know, like, by the end of this, it's going to be a one-woman show. (laughs) People are going to keep dropping like flies the the crew is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller and by the end it's going to be written, directed, starring, produced, released, distributed, edited by Madonna.
1: I think even like the the biggest Madonna fans would agree too that like Truth or Dare is like the ultimate Madonna piece. And it's like, you're mm-hmm. not going to beat that. <laughs> Good luck, yeah. you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And if you're going to beat it, you're going to have to kill it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> also, Jennifer Garner's of them. Come on, get out of here. Don't ask us that question. Please.
2: Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Um, I'm calling because I've been watching the not very good um, pistol, sex pistol show, and my sister clued me in that nepotism baby Sydney Chandler um, is allegedly dating her much younger co-star, Louis Partridge, Um, and I looked him up on Instagram, and he has like 7.5 million followers. I've never heard of this kid in my life, so I was wondering if you could tell me who he is and
1: why does he have that many followers? All
2: right. Crunch, crunch.
1: Speaking of music biopics coming out, we have a Sex Pistols series on Hulu. Am I wrong? Yes. No, I'm right.
2: Yeah. Again,
0: how did I learn about this? I was on the subway yesterday.
1: Admittedly, I did know, but I knew because it's Maisie Williams, like, follow-up project to, like, Game of Thrones, essentially. Mm -hmm. I know it's not exactly, but it's kind of the thing that she's been shooting, and you saw, like— there were a lot of tabloid slash paparazzi photos of them like in costume shooting this. And it was like Maisie Williams is doing this Sex Pistols biopic. And it's stuck in my mind as like the next thing. Because mm-hmm. didn't we recently, weren't we like, what's Maisie Williams up to? And I was like, a Sex Pistols something, a something. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I did know that. So she's doing this and she's surrounded by, you know, the the, the best we have in young British talent, including, of course, Thomas Brody Sangster.
0: Yeah, the uh, guy from Love Actually and The Gambit. That Queen's Gambit.
1: And who's now dating uh, Elon Musk's ex.
0: Tallulah Riley, yeah, yeah, yeah. And? Kyle Chandler's daughter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Kyle Chandler's daughter, Sydney Chandler. Who's Chrissy Hind?
0: So, Louis Partridge is Sid Vicious and she's Chrissy. Who's Maisie? Maisie is like the, is the mononymous Jordan.
1: Not Katie Price.
0: No, not Katie (laughs) Price. (laughs) Jordan as in Pamela Rook.
1: Got it. Okay, so Sydney Chandler is a 26-year-old actress who I'd never heard of before, but is Kyle Chandler's daughter, who's an acting. Mm-hmm.
0: Kyle Chandler is coach.
1: Friday Night Lights, duh, Avi. Iconic Grey's Anatomy bomb bomb guy, we know.
0: He takes the bomb from Christina Ricci's hand and then blows up with it mm-hmm. um, yes, in classic. season two. Important. He is early edition, got that newspaper a little early. He got a little early. And he is Jason Bateman's brother in Game Night.
1: Okay, and he's I love up. Game he, Night. He's playing one of the investors in the Uber show right now. Super pumped? Yeah. Heard of it?
0: Heard of it. He's playing <laughs> one of the investors. Okay. People love and, Kyle Chandler, you know? That's who he is.
1: Well, Friday Night Lights is indelible.
0: So Sydney Chandler is an actor. She hasn't been in all that much, but she's in Pistol now, and she's going to be in Don't Worry, Darling, the... Olivia Wilde joint.
1: Oh. Starring
0: Flo Pugh and Harry Styles.
1: And Kate Berlant.
0: Yeah, And Kate Berlant, of course.
1: Love Kate Berlant.
0: Did you see the trailer for uh, A League of Their Own? I sure did. She hits the vault. She gets the first hit. I did a very Leo point at the screen when I saw Kate Berlant. I was like, Kate there Berlant! she is. Yeah. <laughs> All I care about is Kate Berlant in the show, playing baseball.
1: Me too. Me too. I'm like, oh batter, batter. God. I don't know how long I'm going to watch <laughs> that show, but I will be watching at least the first the first episode.
0: We will give it a shot, of course.
1: So Sydney Chandler is Kyla Chandler's daughter. This is crazy to me.
0: And she's dating Sid Vicious.
1: Well, she's dating the actor who's playing Sid Vicious. His name is Louis Partridge. Louis Partridge. Is it Louis or Louis? Did the caller say this? I
0: don't know. It's British. Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it's Louis.
1: Okay. Well, you're saying it, and that means it's real.
0: And this got a little, um, a little heat in Domois recently. Yeah. So when you look at the at the age difference on face level, it's sort of like he's eighteen, she's twenty six. But there's a Dunois rumor that makes it a little more, I don't know, nefarious. Mm, mm, they say nefarious. subject line: Nepo baby in deep. That This daughter of an Emmy-winning actor has recently made her way into the industry and picked up a much younger boyfriend along the way. She even waited until he was 18 to date him, although she's been pursuing him for much longer. She's convinced him to dump his girlfriend and has been taking him on holiday to isolated places and being rude to his fans.
1: Nearing 30 never
0: looked so bad. It's a shame this breakout star's friends and family don't care enough to shut it all down. Age of consent does not make it okay.
1: I gotta say, calling 26 nearing 30 is like the... M- rudest rude. most inaccurate thing ever
0: it's also very like 21 year old behavior you only say that if you're like 21 or 20
1: no one over the age of 30 would ever say 26 is nearing 30 nearing oh just around the corner
0: mm-hmm. and the the proof of this is apparently because they both posted the same photo of them in paris in december
1: oh so it's not even confirmed that they're dating
0: the dating thing isn't confirmed. It's just that they're like being seen together and they're walking mm. red carpets but meanwhile, together, they're but they're promoting also in a show, a TV together, show so. together.
1: So that's really difficult to say, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. And Lewis Partridge, to answer your question, who is this person? Because why does he have 7.5 million followers?
1: No. He's
0: in fucking Enola Holmes. Enola Holmes, yeah. which was unfortunately a huge movie for netflix according to uh-huh. netflix he's going to be on the second one too according to the the websites like pop buzz that ask like why do you need to know this person the number one fact is enola holmes it was yeah. so big and it got the tweens going crazy and they all followed him
1: and he's now in another movie called the lost girls it's like a peter he plays peter pan so he's like joining the peter pan thing he is like a new heart throbby type guy so we're talking that's like also the the followers thing Mm -hmm. i'm more Mm -hmm. interested in sydney chandler being kyle chandler's daughter call me nearing 40 but oh my god Mm -hmm. oh
0: my god God. we're as nearing 40 as she is nearing 30
1: 30. (laughs) Uh, fucking just
0: i have to say i've never seen this headline construction before on Bustle, they posted a story called, You've Most Definitely Heard of Sydney Chandler's Dad. <laughs> <laughs> that is the rudest.
1: That is the meanest headline. Sydney Chandler really herself? Eh, probably say. not. Meanwhile, do you see the slug? Bustle.com slash entertainment slash pistol. Sydney Chandler age boyfriend Instagram Chrissy Hind dad Kyle.
0: That's SEO, right? That's all SEO.
1: That is the rudest fridge poetry you could make age, boyfriend, Instagram, Chrissy, Hind, Dad, Kyle.
5: Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. Medium time, medium time. I am calling to see if you can figure out what is going on with Adam Sen, S E N and Sam Webb and Sharon Stone.
6: Because,
5: if anything, except they really seem to hang out together a lot, and... I, this this came to my attention because um they I saw a photo of uh I think Sharon Stone in Adamson at Cannes and uh Chelsea uh comments by Celebs and Chelsea Handler was like, Who is he? And then I was literally like, Wait though, who is he? And I googled and then I saw that he and Sam Webb were this Sharon Stone at the red carpet on cam. And then I was like, okay, are they a cup? Like, or Adam, I, I, I'm Googling, and I'm seeing that Adam Sen and Sam Webb are models that are photographed together often, which is not weird, but they're also photographed with Sharon Stone at events often, which is weird. And I'm like, just what's the situation? Like, I don't think this is a, I mean, could be a throuple. They could be a gay couple, but hang out with Sharon Stone. They could all just be friends that go to red carpet events together. But you know, that's unusual. Please
1: help. What is going on?
0: It's much simpler than it seems.
1: They're just promoting Dolce & Gabbana.
0: They're all modeling for Dolce and & Gabbana. And it is it is in their best interest to be seen together constantly.
1: I gotta say, though, it is nice to see Sharon Stone looking so glamorous. And she just is. She was not in the limelight for a little bit. And now she's back and clearly enjoying herself. She looks amazing. I don't love Dolce & Gabbana, but I think that like it is nice that she's the center of this campaign for this like bag or whatever. -hmm. You know, for some bag. Mm -hmm. Devotion. Yeah. Oh, God, who cares what the bag is? But, like, I got to say, I I like it. I like seeing her everywhere. She's not even really in anything. Is she in stuff? She's in something. Wait, she just played someone something. She was just
0: Kaylee Cuoco's mom in the flight attendant season two. And she has some great scenes, Lindsay. How many times do I have to tell you? She has some great scenes. But she
1: didn't go to Venice because she's playing Kaylee Cuoco's mom in the flight flight attendant. attendant She went to Venice because she's the face of this bag with these Mm -hmm. two men who are also models
0: yes they've modeled for dolce and Gamana for a long time so they're like decade plus seemingly straight both of them are like partnered with women right now and have children with women and it seems like they're not in any kind of open relationship like they don't appear to be dating each other or sharon stone they appear to be committed (laughs) exclusively to their respective women partners and all of this is part of the job
1: adam sen and sam webb that's their names. yes one of them posted my valentine blah 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 and one of them (laughs) something something else Adam, the one that posted my Valentine and his wife and kid, he owns a restaurant called Boca Debaco.
0: It's not Boca de Beppo. It's Boca Debaco.
1: It's Boca de Beppo's evil twin, Boca Debaco.
0: Yes. I've been there. I had to write this down when I was like, why does this sound familiar? And I went to the website and I saw the interior and I like had a horrible flashback. I mean, I think it was good, but I was at a dinner with a lot of people. Maybe I've told this story on the show before. We were passing like the shared plate of, I believe it was asparagus around that was like doused in olive oil.
1: If you did, I don't remember.
0: When I was scooping some asparagus onto my plate, all of the asparagus fell into my lap. (laughs) All of it. And I was covered in olive oil stain. did stain Did you
1: put the asparagus back in the plate?
0: I put it on the plate, and I was like, "Don't eat this." It was on me. The the thing that's memorable about this is not that I spilled food on myself. I constantly spill food on myself. That's not surprising. I was with like six other people, and everyone acted like they didn't see it. I've definitely told this on this story. Everyone at the table acted like they did not see this happen, you telling Lindsay. This story. And it but was if you remember telling it made it, it worse. It's been told. no one broke the ice and said like, "Uh huh." Oh, <laughs> need a tide pin for that, Bobby? Like, need a new shirt. Everyone acted like it didn't happen.
1: But here's the thing with you. You would have been mad if somebody did say something, but you were also mad that no one said anything. You're right. But I'm just saying, it really is a lose lose on how to respond to this.
0: You would have said something. I know you would have said something.
1: I mean, I just, I would have said, like, oh no. I would have, like, acknowledged that it's the existence of it. I would have been like, good job eating, stupid fuck. Like, I would have done that. Save some
0: for me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: like I wouldn't have done that, but I, but I Forget would get where your mouth
0: is. Dumbass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I wouldn't have said that, but oh, that's funny. But like, I wouldn't, but like ignoring it is even more like you got gaslit into thinking it didn't happen.
0: Oh, when it happened.
1: <laughs> if you've told this story before.
0: Oh, we're going to get calls. Maybe I told it on the but, Patreon.
1: Okay, fine. That's then that's fine though.
0: I watched them watch it happen. And then I watched them turn their gaze away. Like, break the ice. Laugh at it, please. We definitely talked about this before. I don't <laughs> care. Um, the point is, Adam, Sam, and Sharon Stone are simply coworkers. They're selling Dolce & Gabbana together, and they're quite good at it.
1: Yeah. Moving on.
3: I was calling to tell you that Aaron Rodgers is allegedly dating Blue, um, Blue of Earth, on Instagram, and I go to her Instagram, and the only two... Mutuals who are following her, Aaron Rodgers, and Who Weekly.
0: Crunch Crunch.
1: You already followed her?
0: Oh, yes. (laughs) I pounced on it. Blue of Earth. Blue.
1: When somebody has a type, they have a type. She, talk about eating clay. This woman seems like she is clay, made out of clay.
0: I think she's clay. I was going to say, I think she created the clay.
1: (laughs) I think she is clay.
0: He has a type and his type is Gaia. This is all based on, as far as I can tell, a single story reported by a sports website called SideAction.com. I'd never heard of it.
1: It is funny that the Aaron Rodgers thing has now, like, I we wouldn't be talking about him unless the Shailene Woodley thing was such a thing, you know, and that mm-hmm. he became such a character of sorts, like, outside. So now it's like the sports... Websites are the ones that are responsible for this. Like, OK has stopped digging into this. You know, they'll they'll re-report it. They'll aggregate this, but they're not. But but like they're not responsible for him anymore in a way. Yes, he went back to sports media.
0: Aaron Rodgers is the type of like immensely famous person. Like, there's no question he's a them. I don't even watch football, but I know that he's one of the most famous football football players. Like, people care about him. They. They like him. They like to hate him. As far as I can tell, he is extremely good. And that just makes him all the more complex of a figure.
1: He's almost taking over Tom Brady in weirdness. I know he's a little bit weirder Mm -hmm. than Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a little bit like of a robot. But it's almost like that personality type and personality that is like very weird. He's almost fulfilling the role.
0: It's two very different types of restraint. In both of these like personalities,
1: yeah, maybe that he's not enough like Tom Brady. Like he almost has too much of a personality that people are like confused by him. It's like he's doing crypto stuff. He's doing like he's on podcasts all the time, right? He's like anti-vax. He's like doing all this weird, you know, stuff that's like seemingly out of the box compared Mm -hmm. to what we what they want, which is just like play the game.
0: Yeah, and what I see from him too is like, which takes me to the from Shailene to Blue who we'll talk about in a second, Blue is like Earth. there's a there's a vibe with him where he's so famous and successful and rich that like I think that that can do like any number of things to your brain and a thing that it's doing to him and I think a lot of famous people is like you start asking like why am I this famous? Why do I deserve it? How can I come to terms with the fact that I am extremely privileged and famous and rich suddenly? Well, and so healthy. you get into this very new way. No, it's very healthy. But the way that it, manif- it can manifest is like You start looking for answers in these weird, like metaphysical places and enter blue.
1: Right. Charlotte Brereton. Blue, that's her name or given name. Brereton is her name. She changed it though to Blue of Earth. Blue describes herself as a witch, (laughs) claims she's a medicine woman, she has a bachelor's in broadcast (laughs) communication. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. And is into psychedelic (laughs) drugs.
0: (laughs) She does. She's English. I listened to her podcast, which is called. I sent you the. the it's Deja called Deja Blue. Blue. <laughs> it's called Deja Blue.
6: Open my heart, find my way back home. Walk through the shadows, but truth is all I've ever known. Welcome to Deja Blue, a place where we get to unlock our full potential. Hello, you beautiful bluebirds, and welcome back to another episode of Deja Blue. This is the first one in a really long time that I have done a podcast online. However, unfortunately, as much as I wish with every single fiber of my being that I could be sitting next to this majestic queen, unfortunately, we'll have to do it through the interwaves until I actually am with her in the physical
0: It's a clean reservoir of consciousness from which souls thirsty for purity, relief, and love can drink, which I think is exactly what Aaron Rodgers is looking for, purity, relief, and love. And she's apparently providing it to him based on, again, this report from Side Action that seems to be based on, like, one very long source quote that they got where someone explained their relationship and explained what she's like. They say, It seems like yesterday when Aaron was professing his love and gratitude to his fiancée, Shailene Woodley, Aaron has rebounded once again. The timeline is a little fuzzy on this one. She calls herself Blue of Earth.
1: This photo is a little telling.
0: It's a little loved up. It's a little leaning. There's leaning there.
1: There's leaning. There's a mutual lean.
0: And especially compared to the one, two, three, four, five, six other people pictured, they're all posing in a very friendly way. Hands on the shoulders, no leaning.
1: Evidence against this rumor, though, would be that hmm. she broke up with her 2.5-year-long boyfriend on May 19th. That's not that long ago.
0: That that could work as evidence for or against. Maybe they broke up because of Aaron, Because she met Aaron on some, like, this looks like it was at a retreat.
1: Right, like, yeah. he wrote, her, uh, her ex-partner wrote a very, well, they posted it together, because it's like, you know, Instagram lets you, like, post things together, which I hate, by the way. Um, <laughs> they posted this, like, this post, you, you never want to write it. We're uncoupling. We are consciously uncoupling. Oh, my they God. They used consciously uncoupling. I know. Yeah. That's, like, crazy that that's normal now. That's a normalized phrase that people yeah. authentically use. Wow. Our hearts are really tender. Thank you for their love. We started as best friends. We'll continue to stay best friends. Blah, 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 blah.
0: If you were to read this story and then look at these photos and look at these Instagrams, it seems like the narrative is at some point during her relationship with this guy, Andre, I think is his name, she met Aaron Rodgers and fell for him and said, I cannot continue to be with this person in this committed relationship. I'm too obsessed with Aaron Rodgers. Insane. And based on what we know about Aaron Rodgers, this is the type of barefoot, In the Grand Canyon, I'm eating clay, Earth Lady, that he loves. He loves this sort of like almost like non denominational spiritualism. Definitely. I believe it. I believe it. it. The podcast is terrible, by the way. (laughs) It's so bad. Did you try and listen? I tried listening. Um, It's tough. It's tough. But it did make me see a tweet that I'd never seen before, which was page six on April 25th. After Shailene and Aaron broke up, they posted a photo of Shailene Woodley walking down the street. And it said, Shailene Woodley shows off her engagement ringless finger. (laughs) i would never heard that before. (laughs) Shows off her engagement ringless finger.
1: (laughs) Engagement ringless. (laughs) Engagement dash ringless is like, that's like page six, like being like, dictionary, move over. Here we are.
0: (laughs) Okay, next call.
1: Hey, guys. Um,
3: I was just thinking for all the good form Bella Thorne we throw around, I don't know what Bella Thorne is up to. And I could look it up, but I'd rather you do it. So with that said, good form Bella Thorne, crunch, crunch. Godspeed, Bella Hadid.
1: Funny you ask, because she's up to quite a lot recently, one of which is posting a weird thing about loving the monarchy, which is pretty (laughs) funny.
0: That was a couple of months ago. It's so funny, though.
1: It's very funny. And then another thing was very, very recently she split with her fiancé. But let's start with the moniker thing, which is moniker thing quickly, because let me just read. I guess she went to – she was invited to Cambridge to, like, speak, the Cambridge Union. To give a speech. Is it college? What is it? Just the –
0: It's a debate society in Cambridge.
1: Okay, weird. What is she debating?
0: whether or not her form was good.
1: (laughs) She said, thank you for having me, whatever. But then she said this, and no one asked, you know? It's clear the Queen has made such a great impact on the country as the longest reigning British monarchy to date. She's an amazing leader, even in hard times like loss of her love, Prince Philip, she leads with great strength and wit. Prince Charles has a huge vision for an environmentally conscious future. We can all learn a lot here. I also heard talk amongst locals about ending the monarchy, but fuck that. As an American, I've seen Prince William lead with great class. He's a great representation of the future future of the monarchy who wrote this what is this
0: <laughs> this really is peak no one asked
1: it's kind of incredible as an american okay
0: um one of the comments is simply who's gonna tell her <laughs>
1: <laughs> stop that's really funny <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: so uh, that happened a few months ago but a few days ago bella thorne announced that she and her hot rock star italian boyfriend are getting disengaged defianced they are no longer together
0: she's going to show off her engagement ringless finger anytime now
1: he wrote like an essay of a of a goodbye she's not mentioned it at all and then the weirdest thing of it all the same day this was announced or like around the same day maybe the day after the day before it was announced that they're doing they're co-starring in a romantic movie that is a sequel to the other romantic movie they co-starred in that was called time is up which we very much objected to the title of
0: Let me just read the first sentence of the the plot, and then that'll be enough. Vivian, who is played by Bella Thorne, Vivian is a high school student who loves math and physics. It's like, okay, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I'm absolutely done here. I don't care about what this is about. But they're making a sequel to the movie where Bella Thorne plays a woman named Vivian who loves math and physics. This movie is 148 minutes long. (laughs) I can't. A Bella Thorne movie should not be more than 84 minutes.
1: Not that you can't work with your ex, but like... Just a we just the weird timing for all of this. Meanwhile, again, she has not said anything. He has said a million words, a story, even a short story.
0: It's heartfelt. It's not notes app. It's a full serif font. It's It's like fucking center.
1: It's center justified.
0: I cannot read center justified statements. George Saunders
1: wishes he could write a short story that is as long (laughs) as this. Like it is just a long note, and I'm just saying, I'm shocked she has said literally nothing.
0: Well, it also does the thing that celebrities do where they don't name the person they assume you know. Right. It refers to her as like this person, this human, this woman, this like beautiful person. It ends with I wish only the best to this person and I will always be there for her. I love you, Ben.
1: I'm trying to see if there's anything since I no, nothing. No, In Bella hasn't stories? posted shit. In her stories. Alright. So yes, nothing. And seems like seems like not planning on it.
0: She posted that photo dump carousel of her going to like Cabo on a girl's trip it seems you mm-hmm. know like what mm-hmm. what could be interpreted as i broke up i need a vacation but she didn't actually explicitly reference that it was a breakup vacation you know mm. but that's how i interpreted it
1: mm-hmm. yeah anyway anyway they're
0: done can't wait to watch the sequel
1: <laughs> time is up to the game of love let's take some rapid fires
0: Rapid fire, quick questions. We always say they're rapid fire. I don't know why we call them rapid fire. They they're, take just as long like, as everything. They, they just take like, just as long as everything else.
1: <laughs> sure, but the questions are rapid.
0: <laughs> yeah, The questions Our are answers are rapid.
1: remain long. So,
3: Craig Robinson, Tim Robinson,
2: Tim Robbins. Who did that? Crunch, crunch.
1: What?
0: Craig Robinson, Tim Robinson, Tim Robbins. Who to them? I think this is quite easy. Correct me if I'm wrong. From who to them? Tim Robinson, Craig Robinson, Tim Robbins. Correct. Yeah. Tim Robinson, the Netflix star. Craig Robinson, the Hot Tub Time Machine star. Hot Tub Time (laughs) (laughs) Machine. Comedian. (laughs) Tim Robbins, Susan Sarandon's ex. But
1: also an actor.
0: Also an actor, of course. But he's Susan Sarandon's ex. Come on. Okay.
1: Next call.
3: Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. Long time. Very long time. Um... Apologies if this question has been addressed. I'm, like, two episodes behind, but I wanted to get the call in before you record for Friday. Um, I'm calling about the movie Fire Island, which I watched last night. Utterly delightful. I promise I'm not being paid by their publicist. Um, And I just want to know who all these boys are. They are – I, like, have heard of, like, Joel Kim Booster and Bowen Yang. Obviously, I've heard of Margaret Cho. I was wondering if you could – Rank the cast from who to them, and let me know what do I need to know about these boys. Like, Conrad Ricamora, James Scully, tell me about these adorable men, Um, and I would be very grateful. Crunch, crunch, grateful for Sharna, grateful for you, me in...
0: Fire Island. <laughs> They're all Who's but Margaret Cho. I think that that's the main thing.
1: That's the main thing. We also like the movie and we're also not being paid by the publicity uh, team over there.
0: I, I'm not sure if the themiest of the Who's is Conrad Ricamora or Bowen Yang because Conrad was on How to Get Away with Murder Forever like has a very... It's Bowen. <laughs> it's Bowen. So it goes Matt Rogers, Joel Kim Booster, Conrad Ricamora, Bowen Yang, Margaret Cho.
1: I'm not ranking them individually (laughs) not doing that
0: but they're all who's but margaret show
1: yeah i'll say that and great movie i highly recommend it go watch it it's great
0: yeah we we talked about it much to a longer extent on the patreon if you want to sign up for our patreon at patreon.com slash weekly next call
3: hi Lindsay bobby i just saw a tiktok where a girl was wondering um so naturally i started wondering as well has queen elizabeth ever heard the song womanizer since you're
0: a Quick call. Has Queen Elizabeth ever heard the song Womanizer? One, two, three, no. 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 Okay, next call.
3: Hey who weekly. Who to them? L Woods. El Fanning. L Magazine. The L Woods. Happy Pride
0: rank L Woods, L Fanning, L Magazine and the L word, which shouldn't count, which shouldn't count, but I guess because it's a homophone, we'll count it. Who to them? Lindsay. L Woods, L Fanning, L Magazine, the L word. <laughs> oh,
1: this is why are this why are these the worst ones of like <laughs> L Fanning, L Wood, L Magazine, the L word. Okay, who to them? Yeah.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. God.
1: Uh, L Fanning is the whoiest. Yep then then the l word mm-hmm. then l woods then l magazine
0: that's it that's correct that's what i thought too okay
4: hi who weekly uh long time long time uh i was just trying to figure out if dr kavorkian is a who for them which led me to um a horrible path of uh trying to rank doctors uh, so I, 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 came up with Dr. Kavorkian, Dr. Drew, Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil, Dr. Dr. Pepper. Um so I wonder what those are in, oh, and Dr. Pencil Popper, Uh, what those are in terms of, uh, who did them. Okay, happy birthday Criterion channel, thank you.
0: That's so many. So we're ranking Dr. Kavorki and Dr. Drew, Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil, Dr. Dre, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh my God. Also this that's is not even of
1: all of them. This is like this is clearly not like there is so many like how do you even but
0: This caller has for some reason chosen these seven.
1: Okay, well, we're gonna go off with the caller it says there are clearly more doctors you don't need to call and tell us about more doctors like there are clearly more. <laughs> Throw in Dr. Gab.
0: <laughs> you missed Dr. Doolittle um excuse me.
1: Okay, we're gonna go with these. Who to them? You know, maybe who is is Drew because he's kind of out of the culture and he sucks.
0: Oh, you're right.
1: Most of these doctors suck, which is kind of a bummer, but okay. And a lot of these are- Drew Pimple Popper. Dr. Drew, then Dr. Pimple Popper, then-
0: Dr. Oz, I think. Then Dr. Dr. Oz. then Then Dr.
1: Phil. Oh, fuck. Phil and Oz are the same to me. Completely neutral. Same, on the same line.
0: So we go Dr. Drew, Dr. Pimple Popper, Dr. Oz slash Phil.
1: I think then Kevorkian, then Dre, then Pepper.
0: Kavorkian, Dre, Pepper.
1: <laughs> this, is, this is so stupid.
0: Dr. Drew, Dr. Pimple Popper, Dr. Oz slash Phil, Dr. Kavorkian, Dr. Dre, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper is the the doctor?
1: Let's do it. Yeah.
4: Um, Who to them?
0: Dakota Johnson, Dakota Fanning, North Dakota, South Dakota. Crunch crunch.
1: Dakota Johnson, Dakota Fanning, North Dakota, South Dakota. Stop. Okay. Okay. Who to them?
0: Dakota Johnson, Dakota Fanning, North Dakota, South Dakota.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go I'm gonna give a little twist. A little twist here. Ready?
0: Yeah. No. Yeah.
1: Dakota Fanning, no, 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 I'm, getting it. I'm doing it again. Okay, this is who to them. Dakota Johnson, South Dakota, Dakota Fanning, North Dakota. Thoughts?
0: Nope, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. It should be Dakota Johnson, North Dakota, Dakota Fanning, South Dakota.
1: Why is South Dakota more than North Dakota? Because
0: that's where Mount Rushmore is.
1: I feel like everyone's talking about North Dakota and no one's talking about South Dakota.
0: I'm only talking about South Dakota.
1: Where's Fargo? North Dakota. Well, okay. Oh my God. (sighs) This is like, this is why we don't do You hear
0: tell of North Dakota a little more often than you hear tell of South Dakota, but... I think you do.
1: I think you do hear tell.
0: Mount Rushmore is a bigger draw. Although North Dakota has Josh Damal.
1: Josh Damal didn't do all this work for North Dakota's tourism board for us not to put North Dakota first.
0: God, you're right. North Dakota is themier because of Josh Damal and Fargo.
1: <laughs> if Dakota Fanning was like, I'm Dakota and I'm in Dakota. North, that <laughs> is. The better one. Bye. I would be like, you are. These both are the most important places to me. This you and North, and North Dakota.
0: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay. So let's do this one more time. Okay. Dakota Johnson, Dakota Fanning, South Dakota, North Dakota. Yeah. That's you it. You think
1: Fanning is more than Johnson still? Yeah, I yeah. guess.
0: Legacy. Okay. Legacy.
1: Le- who's Legacy? Sixth Sense?
0: No, she's not at Sixth Sense.
1: Who's Legacy? Uh,
0: I Am Sam or, <laughs> you know, The Secret Life of Bees. She was like a, oh, she was God. a talked about figure in 2002. All right. And she's still she, around.
1: True. I think Dakota Johnson is kind of a them. I think Dakota Fanning is a them. And what do you think about North and South Dakota?
0: <laughs> I think that they're states, so they're just themier than humans. An American state is going to be themier than an American person.
1: Although internationally, states are who's. We're
0: not doing internationally. We're speaking about this as two American people.
1: Okay. Embarrassing. (laughs) Embarrassing.
0: (laughs) And now we're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who's There, our weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619-WHO-THEM. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. Uh, thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, and a whole lot more. We'll see you on Tuesday with our main show. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. Oh, rate your boost and Apple Podcast, please. Bye.
5: we are.
2: Bobby, Bobby, uh, it's Abby. I just heard your story about Food God uh, at the Hertz in LA, at LAX, and there's literally nothing worse I can think of because, like, it's so confusing at LAX to even try to get to the Hertz because you have to find the Hertz bus, and then you have to get to the Hertz, and then you get there and Food God is waiting for you with cheese fries. I would just, like, take the cheese fries and throw them on Jonathan Trevin Garjo, uh, yummy pop. Crunch, crunch. Hi,
3: Poo Weekly. Um, I just had to pause the pod, just because I want to share my Kate Bush origin
2: story because it's full circle to the episode that literally I was a big So You Think You Can Dance fan. And I don't remember what season or the people or anything about it, but I used
3: to write down a lot of the songs from the dances, And one of them was this woman's work by Maxwell, and I was like, love this, it's a great song, and used my little Googling at age 12 or whatever to find it and discovered it in the cover. So, you're talking about all of
2: my history in one. Anyway, have a great, lovely day. Sun Hi, Who Weekly, um, you're probably not gonna care, but I just, I have a K-Bush origin story that is kind of pertinent to Who Weekly, so I thought I would share it. I used to work at IO Chicago, which was, like, an improv theater, and now it closed. You guys probably know, but if you don't, that's what it was. And they used to also host, like, variety shows and stuff when they expanded. One of them was called Curio Show with this girl who now works for Kate Cannon, the TV writer. Anyway, she would, like, host a weekly thing where she kind of talked about one of her hyperfixations, like something she really loved, and people would do performances. So at the time, I didn't know who either of these people were, but – John Mulaney came in with his now ex-wife, Anne-Marie Tedler, because Anna was dancing in the show. She was doing, like, um, a dance number about Kate Bush, and I don't remember what uh, song it was or what she did, but um I do remember that they kind of forced us to fill the front rows aggressively, uh, even when people didn't want to sit there, and that sometimes involves having people get into these, like, terrible second row seats, and they had to, like, climb over the first one. So, anyway, I didn't know who John Mulaney was, and um, someone was like, Marley, why did you just push John Mulaney into that, like, corner seat? He's so tall. And I was like, who is John Mulaney? And I gave him a terrible <laughs> you know, When, like, we're supposed to be putting them, like, on these rail seats if they're famous. I didn't know who the fuck he was. Uh, anyway, that's my K Bush origin story. It's forever tied to those two. Sorry this was an hour long. Uh, crunch, crunch, by Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. Dance is a unifying and healing modality? What What in the actual fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Crunch, crunch. Okay, hey, yeah, there's a
3: story about NeNe Leakes getting sued for alienation of affection in North Carolina. I dated a guy from North Carolina once in college and his mother
2: sued his
3: father's mistress for the same thing for nine million dollars and won. Um, so this is not just like one of those weird, you know, things, or at least it's relatively common in North Carolina, but anyway, the guy I dated was a loser and so is
2: his dad and Probably so was his mom, but I never met her. But anyway, thank you. Crunch crunch. Bye.